So today we are talking about recognizing and dealing with imposter syndrome as a creative. But what exactly do I mean by imposter syndrome? It's when your role is evolving and expanding, but in your own mind, you might start questioning your capability and authenticity in it. Basically, it's when you start doubting yourself when the realities hit. You realize the responsibility, expectation, and pressures attached to what people believed and aligned with you for. Here are the top 10 reasons why it happens. Number one, it's a new experience to you. It's not a hypothetical hope stuck in your mind anymore. And because it's new, it feels foreign. Even though it's who you are, it may not be who you've always been, so you're still getting used to it. Number two, visionary moms feel it because sometimes it can be hard to feel professional when your home and work life overlap constantly. I mean, taking calls with a child in the house is no easy task, but handling things like that can add an extra layer of pressure where you feel like you have to hide a huge portion of who you are to be taken seriously, which doesn't always feel authentic. Number three, Nine to fivers can feel it when they work for someone else and build their brand at the same time. It can almost feel like you're cheating on the authenticity of your entrepreneurness. Number four, students can feel it because they haven't finished the thing that's going to make them feel official yet. You feel like you can't start or be taken seriously until there's an external stamp or degree on it. Number five, it can be triggered by an instance of rejection. Rejection and negative reviews are inevitable, but they can also shake a visionary down to the core, and they will start doubting themselves and their entire worth. Number six, you've been comparing yourself to the type of creative that already exists in your industry. That will always have you feeling like you're not there yet. Number seven, we haven't hit the magical mark of what we think would qualify us. It could be a certain amount of money, sales, interest, or any other mile marker you've created it to be, but until you hit it, you just don't feel legit. Number eight, we have been brought up to wait for the cosign of others to transition us from aspiring to professional or give promotions to signify the transition. When you work for yourself, what does that stamp actually become? We don't know. So because of that, we never have that one defining experience of, you know, oh, I've made it. And sometimes that can keep you in a realm of uncertainty. Number nine, the people around that are closest to you still think that what you do is cute or fun or it's adorable that you're trying. They don't really see you as an expert and they don't really respect your talents. They don't mean to, but little comments can insinuate a lot and creatives notice. Number 10, you don't have clarity on how to articulate what you do or offer so you don't feel confident yet. But here's what happens when we don't deal with imposter syndrome. We end up falling back, shying away, or just stopping the progression of our vision. We take on elements and qualities that aren't authentic to us to overcompensate for our lack of belief in ourself and what excellence and professionalism has always looked like to us. Then you don't have a presence of power and authority from within. The within is doubting, so the words that you use, the words that you write with, the way you structure and process all the elements of your business, they're all affected. And then you begin to align with the feelings of being unqualified. A great example of this is how women, unfortunately, in general, have a tendency to write and even speak in an apologetic tone. We don't want to come off pushy or abrasive. So we say things that undermine or undercut our position in our expertise. An example of this is those emails that we write where it's like, hey, this is my price at this time. It's this much because of this, this, and this. I know that may be a lot, so if you can't do it, I'll work with you. We'll bring it down. Just let me know. Those type of emails, who has the authority in that? Not you. 
This and many other instances like that only happen when you're unsure. When you know your value, you don't apologize for it. Deep, deep down, some level of imposter syndrome is influencing the apologetic tone we might not even realize we have sometimes. But here's how to overcome it. Number one, realize that you now have the permission to determine what your legitness is measured by. For decades, excellence and professionalism was based on stage variables that others dictated that didn't always measure anything relevant to the exact situation. Dress code, office policies, degrees, all that stuff. For creative business owners, all that is now dictated by you. But we're all still trained up and our instincts have been molded in the traditional ways. Now, the true value of legitness is in delivering on your promise, the brilliance of your vision, and creating an unforgettable and thoughtful user experience. There's a lot of new realities and normals that we are creating. Think about it. It's perfectly normal now to have a baby on your hip and do business. It's perfectly normal to wear skinny jeans and a t-shirt into a meeting. It's perfectly normal for people to run their business and not even have a degree related to it or one at all. I'm not saying that having a sitter for serious meetings or dressing up for a business lunch or pursuing your education isn't important. I'm saying those things don't define or prove your abilities. You as the business owner now have the freedom to gauge what is the wisest decision for each circumstance. You have permission to dictate the type of creative business owner you are. Just always make sure your excellence leads you and then you won't have to worry about feeling like an imposter because your moves are authentic and high value. Number two, take the time to develop and prepare your processes and systems. This is huge. When you have a prepared sequence for your people, you don't feel like you're still trying to keep up and figure it out all the time. This is the biggest source of feeling like an imposter on the inside. I know far too many creatives that have websites with services or promote things online or even have a business card with no way for people to actually go through the purchase process. Why? A system for payment, quotes, and invoicing was never put in place. I know far too many that get interest, a sale, or a client, and then completely panic because they don't know what to do next. Why? They have nothing prepared that supports the experience of what somebody just paid for or asked about. When these things happen, you feel like a fraud inside. And to be honest, it is a sign that you're not ready to be doing business just yet. Not that you'll never be, not that you have to put everything on hold, just that you need to spend time stepping through the user experience you plan to provide and put the wording, the responses, the forms, the material, and any other content that creates a thoughtful unfolding of what you do, you need to spend time putting that together. Being professional and having your brand message, content, and strategy prepared is one of the best ways to overcome imposter syndrome. Never rush your process. I don't want any of you out there not walking fully in your purpose because of influential doubts and perspectives that have clouded your power or affected you. I pray that each of you today really steps into your own version of value and puts the prep work in for whatever next level you're eyeing.